Welcome to Zealous Conversations, a podcast dedicated to growing the kingdom through shining the light and setting the standard. I'm Taylor J, and I want to welcome you to this devotional show. And I ask you to walk with me as we go through this journey of what it means to live successful, stylish, and saved. Let's get into the show. Welcome back once again to another episode of Zealous Conversations with Taylor J. So excited to be with you guys once again. Um, I hope that your week has been off to an amazing, amazing start. Um, And I pray that you also had a great weekend. Um, So today I want to talk about a very interesting topic, something that's very popular and that has been popular for a while and I call it the I word. And maybe you can guess what the I word is, but before we get to it, um, I wanna invite you to follow me on social media at Azalus Voice. Um, That's Twitter and Instagram. My website is back up and live, thezealousvoice.com. Definitely check that out. And um, great news, Zealous Conversations is now on Spotify. So if you have the Spotify app and that's where you listen to your music, then now you can listen to your music and Zala's Conversations all in one place, so you can check me out there. Um, and then I'm on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, um, Google Play, and Podbean. So subscribe, share with your friends, let others know about Zala's Conversations and what you enjoy about it. And I'm um, on Apple Podcasts if you want to leave me a review definitely do so. Um, If you want to do so on SoundCloud, leave a comment, like the track, repost the track. It will help me a lot. Um, And also follow the show on SoundCloud too, so that you would know when new episodes are available. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening, um, who's been reaching out, who's been showing support on social media, and just showing your support by even pressing play on this and sitting through a whole episode. Um, It really means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And I pray triple, quadruple blessings over your life for even considering listening to what I have to say. So (laughs) thanks, y'all. Cool. So um, I guess I just want to do a quick little quick little check in um, just about how things are going for me, um, especially in my spiritual life. It's something that I've been learning about in this last week or so has been about knowing how God speaks and knowing when God speaks and knowing where all that is coming from. It's interesting because I've been taking a liking to getting deeper into the scriptures and using the scriptures as my basis for decisions that I make and how I should conduct myself character-wise and how I should conduct myself in my spiritual life. And it's really transforming my thoughts. Um, there's been a points in my life where, you know, I would feel like I was hearing from God and it was more so like, you know, the quote unquote gut feeling or um, it may have been, you know, something that I may have popped in my head or something of that nature. Um, but one thing that I'm learning about that's important with those gut feelings or those random thoughts that pop up that we match them to scripture. Um, Scripture is vital to our spiritual life. It is the ultimate authority um, for us as Christians and as Christ followers. So, you know, if you feel like the Lord is saying something to you or if he's speaking something to you, what does scripture say about it? 
Um, where are you getting your encouragement from? From scripture or based on a past experience that probably has no foundation um, compared to God's word. So that's just something that I'm really doing research about and something that I've become really curious about. And, um, you know, once I develop more insight, I would definitely love to talk about that with you all um, at some point. But still learning, still gauging, still navigating. But that's something that, you know, I'm kind of going through right now in my spiritual journey. Um, So share with me, you know, what are you going through? What are you discovering? What is the Lord doing in your life? Um, What are you curious about? What do you what more do you want to know? Share that with me. If you'd like, you can send me emails at um, taylor at thezealousvoice.com. You can also DM me on social media, whether it's Instagram or Twitter. Um, And once again, that's a zealous voice where you can find me. And yeah, so that's just what I'm what I'm going through. Just just learning and growing and evolving and allowing God to just develop me and to change my mindset and to change my perspective to make it more like his and less about what I think is right and less about what I feel is right. Um, Because truly, he's the only absolute and the only constant in this world, you know. I could think something is good one day and the next moment have a completely different thought or feeling about it. So, um, you know, it's really important just to let God lead and to let the Holy Spirit just guide us through and help us to to see and know and understand what it is that, you know, God is saying to us and how he's leading us in this life. Um, so cheers to growth and transformation in the spirit. All right, guys, so let's get into the topic. And the topic is the I word. And the I word is influencer. Um, If you are, you know, a social media junkie like me, if you are, you know, really into IG and, you know, Instagram stories and stuff like that, then you would see that there are so many individuals out here named influencers. And I have some influencers that I really like. Um, Maddie James is one. I've been following Maddie since probably about 2015. And she's really great at it. Um, Her sister, Maya Elias, is another one as well. Um, Malik Teal is a really awesome influencer. I listen to her podcast um, here and there um, because she drops it here and there. So usually she has a lot of really great things to to say. Um, But then also... There are believers who consider themselves to be influencers. And actually, Maddie James is a believer. And so it kind of intertwines with her. But um, actually, one of my mentors back home is an influencer. And her name is Jennifer Trotter. And her brand is Single, Saved, and Social. And it's basically just about, um, you know, Christian singles being able to feel good in their singleness and find people that they can, you know, just hang out with and stuff like that, like more so in a social setting than it is about, you know, getting married and stuff like that. So, you know, she considers herself an influencer and but Christ is the center of her influence. And so the definition of an influencer, there are two definitions and actually the new age version of, um, influencer is now in the dictionary or at least when I googled it it came up as a definition and so the primary definition is a person or thing that influences another right so I mean we are influencers in our everyday lives you know some the things that we do probably reflect 
um, you know, onto other people's lives and they watch what we do and they see what we do and it may influence them in one way or another way. And then the more so Instagram, social media version, an influencer is a person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media. So we see that a lot with like, you know, Fashion Nova with um, like Kim Kardashian and then Flat Tummy Tea, you know, stuff like that. Like you see something that you like, you see their pretty pictures, you see the lifestyle that they're living and you say, oh, I want that. I want to have that. And so when you see the items that they're promoting, it's like, oh, well, if she's buying flat tummy tea or drinking flat tummy tea, maybe I should order that and that'll help me to get to that place that she is. Or let me buy this particular product or, oh, I like that outfit. Let me get that outfit or let me dress this way or, you know, so it's just like different elements that go into influence and having influence and being someone of influence. And honestly, as believers, we are called to be people of influence, whether our level of influence is astronomical, where we have hundreds and thousands of Twitter followers, Instagram followers, or if it's just, you know, being an example to the young people in your church or being an example to your family members, we all have the calling to have influence in people's lives. And so where I want to start with this is in Matthew chapter five, and we're going to go to verse 13 through verse 16. And I'm going to read this in the New Living Translation. You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. And this is a pretty common scripture. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And it's actually um, a basis for this podcast. So if you were listening to the intro, then you would notice that I say, you know, that it's a podcast dedicated to growing the kingdom through shining the light and setting the standard. And that's where this comes from. Being the salt of the earth, being the light of the world, being the city set upon a hill for all to see our conduct and the way that we live our lives and letting our light shine before men, the light that on the inside of us, which is Christ, so that people will see our good works and glorify God. So, Anyway, um, to go on from that, I want to just talk about what it means to be an influencer for Christ. Um, Having influence seems like such an exciting thing. You know, we want the responsibility. We want to be able to have people look up to us and to hear what we have to say. And we want to feel important and we want to be able to, you know, pour into people and guide into their lives and things of that nature. But having influence can be a double edged sword. It is positive, of course, but there's also great responsibility that comes with being an influencer, especially in the kingdom of God. And so we're going to talk a little bit about um, a few things to consider when it comes to that. And so I know that I've always wanted to be a leader in the kingdom of God. I always wanted to have influence in that way. 
And um, there were many endeavors that I have tried to start since probably about 2014, 2015. So in the beginning, I had mentioned um, one of the influence, influencers that I followed for a while and still do is Maddie James. And it started with as um, Maddieology. That's where her brand used to be. And so when I first got you know, put on to Mattyology, that's when it was all about, you know, Periscope and creating your blog and doing webinars and like monetizing and stuff like that. And so I'm like, I want to do that. Um, you know, I want people to know who I am. So, you know, I started as Ella's Voice and, um, you know, I did like a whole countdown to the launch of the website you know, I'm going to do a giveaway. So, you know, enroll in the giveaway and you'll get X. Um, doing periscopes every day about, you know, different topics that no one was really watching. And I wasn't really talking about anything of substance. But, you know, we just get that rush and that thrill of, oh, man, people are going to know me. I want to go and speak on people's panels. I want to go and, you know, headline conferences and, you know, make thousands of dollars and get this passive income and stuff like that. Like, it just became a bit of a of a sense of trying to be noticed and have a notoriety and you know it was all about me and I'm sure that I was not the only person who was on that influencer wave at the time and even still trying to keep up with it as time went on like okay you know I need to do xyz um you know so that people can see who I am and I need to get into these inner blogger circles and get to know all these people so that we could be a dynamic team and that, you know, my influence can spread and people can know who I am. Like it was just like an I, 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 I type situation more so than it being about making people know who Christ is or, or putting it on for Christ's fame and not my own. And so 2015 has been about four years ago. And between then and now, there has really been a time of growth and development in my life, especially in the spirit where, you know, I'm just in a different place now than I was back then, as it should be. You know, as time goes on, we should be growing, we should be becoming stronger, and we should have a better focus. But now that I see that, you know, I don't want people to be buying into me, but our job as influencers should be to get people to buy into Christ. And not necessarily like spending their money for Christ, but buying into Christ as far as dedicating their lives to him, getting saved, receiving salvation, and just living the awesome, amazing, fruitful life as a Christ follower. So that's what we should do. And as we are, you know, being being the light of the world and being the salt of the earth and letting our good deeds shine before everyone, it should lead to People seeing that and wanting to have what we have, which is this relationship with Christ. So what I was talking about um, just a few moments ago, you know, you see someone selling flat tummy tea and you want to have that fit body. And they say that that's what they did. If someone really wants it, then they're going to buy that tea, you know, or if somebody is selling a particular, I don't know, a particular shoe, or if they're selling a webinar, let's, let's go with like the webinars, like, oh, here's three easy steps to become your best self, or three easy steps to become a millionaire, or three easy steps to do whatever, right? 
And if someone really wants it, if someone really wants that lifestyle for themselves and they feel like that person who is selling it to them has the secret and has the key, they follow them on social media and they see how their life, their life is, how they're living lavish and, you know, how they're in these inner circles with all of these famous people and traveling the world and doing all these awesome things just by sharing, you know, their information. Oh, I feel like I could do that too. Let me go ahead and pay three easy payments of $197 by this webinar so that I can become more successful like that person or so that I can have a lifestyle like that person. That's what we want our lives to look like in the basis of people buying into Christ. People will see the joy that we have. People will see the peace that we have. People will see the success that we have in our lives and the success being nothing that we've done. If you remember my previous episode, The Real Key to Success, you know, we find our success by staying in the word of God, by following what the word of God tells us. So, you know, we're promoting Christ in that way and, and giving him his due, you know, in in such a in such a way and in such a method that people will see, see your good deeds so that everyone or so that, yeah, so that everyone will praise your heavenly father so that people will say, well, Something's different about her. What is it about her? I want that. Or if a guy's listening, what's that about him? I want that. How did you do that? And if we're making our entire basis about Christ and what he has done for us, then people will automatically know, you know, there is no real secret sauce. I just need to figure out who is this Jesus? Who who is Christ? Who like what is what is this relationship with God that it's allowing her to, you know, just have this wonderful, peaceful life, even though she's going through a difficult time, even though she's being drugged through the storm, she still has joy in her heart. She still has peace in her mind. How can I get that? And I think that um, getting people to buy into Christ, getting people to, to be at least curious or interested in him just brings so much reward. And it's probably the best influence that we could provide anyone, right? So in being an influencer for Christ, we have some things that we need to consider. And so I have three things written down. And the first one is, how is your relationship to Christ? How is your personal relationship to Christ? There are people out here, guys, who pimp the name of Jesus for influence. Not every person who is proclaiming Christ is following Christ. Not every person who says they know Christ truly knows him in the fullness of who he is. And um, that'll kind of coincide with the second, the second thing that I have to consider. But with the first, how is your relationship to Christ? Is it true? Are you saved? Did you, did you profess Jesus as Lord of your life? Have you accepted his invitation to be his follower? You know, that's, that's, the, that's the primary thing to consider there. You can't influence people to Christ if you don't know him. You can't influence people to Christ if you don't know his voice, if you don't know his word, if you don't know how he operates. And the best way to get to know that is through scripture, um, you know, attending church services, hearing the preached word and reading, um, you know, just different ways to come to learn who he is and to be grounded in it. You know, do you have a prayer life? Do you speak to Christ on a regular basis? Do you talk to God, um, you know, just in the mornings? Do you talk to God just when something is wrong? Um, you know, are you involved in the church? Do you serve? 
amongst a local body of believers? Do you belong to a church? You know, you want to make sure that if you're influencing people to Christ, that you know who Christ is for yourself. You have to be an expert. You can't necessarily guide people into a direction and you don't even know all of it yourself. Um, And that's why, you know, a lot of these influencers, they find success because they have mastered what it is that they're trying to get others to buy into. And this is not to say that you have to be a theologian or that you have to know everything because I, for one, don't know everything. Um, But as I'm continuing to learn and as, as I get the basics, you know, I have the basics building upon those foundational principles and talking about the things that I know about that the Lord has spoke spoken to me about the things that I've studied and the things that I've seen applied to my life, then in that way, I can speak on these things and be an influence in that way based on, you know, what my relationship to, to Christ looks like. He is the head of my life. Every choice that I make, I want it to be based on what he wants for me and not what I want for myself. You know, it wasn't always that way, but I grew into it. He's called me to it. And I know that it's the most successful track for me. So you want to be able to make sure that your your relationship to Christ is authentic because, I mean, people can definitely smell it from a mile away. You know, you can't fake the funk for too long. So you want to make sure that your relationship with Christ is strong. You want to make sure that your relationship with Christ is sincere. And you want to make sure that your relationship with Christ is really, before you go outward, that it is really something that is grounded inward. You know, because you don't want to, you don't want to burn out. You don't want, and you don't want to be a hypocrite. You don't want make things make things to seem one way and they're not. And like I said, people can smell through it, and especially nowadays, um, where it's getting to a point in the Christian world where there are false teachers and false doctrines being spread. You know, it's just important that you are able to be. Um, I'm trying to think of the right word to make sure that you are able to be set outside of that and to not be mixed in. You don't want to cause any confusion because, I mean, a matter of being an influencer for Christ is life or death for people. Either they're going to accept him or they're not. And we know that accepting Christ means eternal life. So you want to make sure that you keep that in mind. The second thing to consider, which goes along with how's your relationship to Christ, what does your private life look like? It doesn't match up to what's public. The last thing you want to be seen as is someone who is fake. We need authenticity in the kingdom of God. What you are preaching, you should be practicing. And if you find yourself falling short to what you are preaching um, in terms of your practice, then that's when you need to take a step back maybe for a little while, take a break, recoup, repent, Get back in the presence of God, build yourself back up in the faith, and then try again. But, you know, you don't want to, you don't want your private life to be one thing, your public life, you know, not another. Don't be, you know, commanding people to prayer and stuff like that, and you don't pray. Commanding people to fast, and you're not fasting. Commanding people to abstain from from sex, and, you know, you're out here doing your thing in Jesus' name. Like, you know, you can't do that. Um, there are great repercussions for that. And you don't want to be a hypocrite. I just, I just have to say that again, you know, it's more to, it's more than just saying what sounds good. It's more than just 
posting scriptures on Instagram. It's more than just, you know, sharing an encouraging word. It's about your life. It's a lifestyle. A lot of these people who are influencing, like um, especially people who may be like business influencers, entrepreneurship influencers, this is their life. This is how they're living every day. This is their bread and butter. That's how they're making their money. This is how they're getting by, by being an entrepreneur. They, and that's who they are in their private life. And then that's who they are teaching people to be through their branding, right? So if we are saying that we are disciples of Christ and we are living, we want to be living witnesses and living examples, then what we need to do is we need to make sure that how we're living privately matches up with what we are saying to others. I know that's getting a little bit redundant, but you know, I just want to continue to just reiterate that. Um, because like I said, it will come out, you know, you want to speak, you want to speak, um, life. You don't want to be seen as a gossiper. You don't want to be known as someone who's messy or always involved in a, in, situations that they don't need to be involved in you should be reflecting Christ and Christ is none of those things so when you're at home and you know it's just you it's just you and God really because he sees all things how are you living and is how you're living privately does that give you the license to speak to others publicly especially unbelievers about how they should live their life or how they should consider living their life. You know, it's a it's a big it's a big deal. And then the third thing to consider is are you able to carry the responsibility? This is so important. Being an influencer, you know, from beauty or something like that is easy. I mean, it doesn't really carry too much um too much weight in terms of the burden in terms of you know how it may look to to God and a scripture that it brings me to is James chapter 3 verse 1 and it says dear brothers and sisters not many of you should become teachers in the church for we who teach will be judged more strictly I'm gonna read that again Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Being an influencer for Christ is serious business. It is more than speaking at a conference. It is more than having people buy your books. It is more than getting the likes and the shares. This is serious kingdom business. Like I had mentioned before, Lives are at stake here. And all it takes is for someone who is considered an influencer to backslide or to change their route or change what they're saying for someone who's following them to go in a different direction, in a direction away from the Lord. It's a lot of pressure. And that's why, you know, if this is something that you feel like you're called to do, that you earnestly pray about it, that you earnestly seek God about it. People want to be preachers so badly. People want to be ministers. People want that platform. 
But there is so much that comes with that platform, especially at the end of this life. When we are called to stand before God, you know, when he goes through our the book of life and he goes through the things that we've done on this earth, we have to answer for it. Did you teach his word correctly? Did you share correctly? Were you living your life in accordance to his commands? You know, or or were you doing the opposite? Was your private life not matching up with what's public? You know, we have to answer for that. And it it sounds scary, but you know, if, if it's something that you've been called to, God is going to give you the grace to to persevere and he's going to give you the grace to do what you need to do. Um to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And you don't have to have a platform to be an influencer. You don't have to be known by thousands of people to influence anybody. I'm sure that there have probably been plenty of people in our personal lives who have told us how much we inspire them or, um, you know, how much they admire us and the work that we do or how proud they are or, or stuff like that along those lines. That's influence. That is influence. If God chooses to raise you up, into a higher level. And like I said, if God chooses to re- to rise you up on that level, you know, then it comes with a whole different a whole different line of responsibility versus, you know, you just being a, an influence to your peers. So if you feel like God is calling you to ministry, if you feel like God is calling you to share publicly, then you have to make sure that you are praying about it and make sure that you are seeking him about it. And just make sure that you are just being wise in how you live, being wise in how you think, being wise in how you speak, and and taking things on. Um, For example, the church that I go to right now, they had a leadership, um, like a leadership class. It's a 90-day leadership class. If you wanted to become a leader in the church, then you would have to, you know, take this class. It came with homework assignments and, um, you know, writing 250-word responses. And it was very time-consuming. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to be a leader in the church. So let me go and do this this 90-day class. So I went to two. I went to two of them. And then during that week, I just started to feel unsettled in my spirit. And it pretty much just turned into God telling me, like, slow your roll, slow your pace down. It's not time yet. It's not time yet. Continue to serve where you are. And then when the time comes, it will change. You know, when it's time for me to be a leader, he will let me know. Because it comes with great responsibility. And a lot of us are eager and a lot of us are excited and a lot of us are zealous, no pun intended, where we want to we want to share the word of God. We want to have influence. We want people to know who he is. And that's a great thing. It's an amazing thing. That's what we need. We need more charismatic Christians out here who are not afraid to share the gospel and to help get others saved. We absolutely need that, but we need it in the right timing and we need it with wisdom. We don't need to do it because we feel like it. We need to do it as God naturally lines it up for it to be done. We can be so quick to jump ahead 
because we see what others are doing and we want that too. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to check ourselves and we have to check our our spheres, our current spheres of influence and allow ourselves to, to grow first into different areas, in our different areas. And then as God sees fit, he will use our lives to influence us for him and his glory, whether it be on a large platform or whether it be just in your inner circle. It's about faithfulness. It's not about numbers. Okay? We get so fixed on numbers that if I have 100,000 followers, then I'm an influencer. All you need is one. One soul led to Christ by the way you live your life, by the way you put him first. And that's all you need. Nothing is too small. Nothing is too small. We can be influ- we can be influencers and we can be used effectively by God to influence people as we follow him. As we stand in his word. You know, what is your view of Jesus? Is he your savior? Is he the Lord of your life? Are you letting him guide you? Is the word of God your ultimate authority? It starts there. And then as you learn more and as you grow more and as you develop in wisdom by, with the help of the Holy Spirit, then you can be confident that your influence is going to impact somebody in some way. It will impact somebody in some way. So it's just, you know, it's just something to think about. Um, you know, how can you, how can you use your influence today? You know, how can you be an example to Christ to those around you? It's really just something to think about. It's really just something to think about. Um, and so I also just have some scripture that I want you to ponder on. Um, first, first Timothy chapter four. Started in verse 11. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, and to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This is a scripture that I have underlined in my Bible, in all the Bibles that I have. Um, because it it speaks a lot to influence. And how you should conduct yourself in living a life of influencing others. And the first one that really stuck out to me was let no one despise you for your youth. Especially if you are if you are a young leader in your church body and you may have older members. Don't ever feel like you are too young. 
you know, or, or because you're young, it means you don't know enough or you don't have enough knowledge. The Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and the Holy Spirit gives us the knowledge that we need. As long as you continue to study and as long as you continue to pray and just get to know the Lord in a deeper way. And if you want to do that through taking classes and joining particular small groups and stuff like that, reading articles, listening to other podcasts that have sound teaching, then you will grow. You will definitely grow in your in your knowledge. And um, I have an English Standard Version Study Bible. And so this is Paul talking to Timothy. And apparently in the notes, it says that Timothy is in his like mid 30s. Like a lot of theologians believe in this, he's in his mid-30s. A lot of us who are listening to this are still in our 20s. So don't let anyone make you feel like you, that you are unable to teach or that you are unable to set an example for other believers because of your youth. We are still making mistakes and so are people who are 65 and they're out there teaching. We're never going to reach perfection, but we have a perfect God who can help us through all of it. Okay, and then it says, set the believers an example in speech and conduct and love and faith and purity. And this goes along with um, what does your private life look like? What does your speech look like? How are you how are you conducting yourself on a daily basis? Are you showing people love? Do you have faith? Are you are you living pure? And pure is not just um, abstaining from sex. Purity is also how you think. Purity is how you speak to others. What are, what are your intentions? Okay. And, you know, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Encouraging other people through the word of God. Sharing the word. Reading the word for yourself as well. Keeping the scripture at the core of everything that you do. Our encouragement comes from the Bible. Our direction comes from the Bible. Our hope is in the Bible. Promises in the Bible. Everything that we need is in that book. So devote yourself to it. Do not neglect the gift you have. We have all been given spiritual gifts. Some of us may know what our spiritual gifts are. Some of us may be trying to still figure it out. There's a spiritual gifts test um, that you can take and it, it'll show you what your gifts are. And operate in those gifts. We need our gifts for the just for the for the workings of the church and not just the church building but the body of Christ every believer the body of Christ at large is the church the building is not the church it is the body of believers coming together that's the church so we have gifts that are to edify the church and to help the church grow okay Practice these things, immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. As people see, just like how it says, um, you know, let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. When you immerse yourself in these things, when you think about these things to consider and how you're applying them to your lives, people will see the change in you. People will see the progress in you, just like with these influencers. A lot of them started off at zero. And have risen to great success. And people see it. And because people see it, they want to buy into it. You could have been, you know, there's some people out here with some testimonies like no other. Like, they used to be drug dealers or they used to be murderers and stuff like that. And now they're living a totally sold out life for Christ. People see 
those changes. People want those changes. People want to have a life better than what they're living right now. So many people do. And if they see just how you are are changing and how you have shifted your life, they'll see your progress and they will want to know what is it that you did? What's different about you? And that's when you can tell them about Christ and the work that he has done in you and how you can, you know, have them buy into Christ, sell them Christ, lead them to him. And then it says, keep a close watch on yourself and on teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. We have to take responsibility for ourselves and our actions. It goes back to what does your private life look like? What is your relationship to Christ? Keep a close watch on how you're living because people are watching. And we may not know it. We may not realize it, but people are watching us. And if we're living right, not only will our lives be saved, no, not only, you know, will we be in right standing with God, but those who want to buy into what we have, those who are impacted by our influence will be in the same situation in right standing with Christ as their life. So that's all I have for you this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, you can subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Podbean. Send me emails, taylor at thezealousvoice.com. And also, um, definitely share this on social media, retweet, um, hit the share button on whichever platform you use to listen to the show. And Get more ears listening to it, guys. I think that, you know, a lot of these messages are really important, especially for us in this millennial generation, us young adults, you know, just trying to get it right, just trying to navigate life. We want to make sure, you know, that we're we're getting what we need. And I just hope that this is a tool to help many of you to reach that that level and that destination that you're trying to reach as followers in Christ. So um, remember to consider your relationship to Christ, what your private life is looking like, and if you're willing to carry the responsibility of being an influencer for Christ. So God bless you guys, and we will be back same day next week. Bye.